Welcome to Thought Bubbles, the podcast where we talk about everything from movies to music to 90s nostalgia and everything that pops in our brains. Welcome back, guys. We are here and we are back after a two week break, which is uh, kind of shocking. <laughs> but I am joined by the lovely Miss Alba. Hi, everyone. How are you? How are I am good. That's I am good. good. How what are have, you doing? What have you been doing? Uh, you know, just work, life, you know, the, the millennial struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Completely understand that. The struggle. <laughs> Oh man, the struggle is real for sure. <laughs> but we are here to talk about Reddit stories. So we're going to break down a few Reddit stories that I came across on the Travel Channel. And uh, then we're going to dive into um, horror movies. So we're doing something a little bit different. And then with the horror movies, we're going to talk about what the characters do. And what we would have done differently. So kind of like the do's and don'ts. And we will be covering uh, Drag Me to Hell. Um, God, what was the other movies? Uh, <laughs> Why am I Grave again? Encounters. It was Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. Um, oh my gosh, I am too. <laughs> we both blanked at oh, the wrong time. The Conjuring. The Conjuring, The Conjuring, that's okay, right. Okay, Drag the Me to Conjuring. Hell, Grave Encounters, Drag Me to Hell, and Scream, I, I don't remember it at all, so. Well, you remember the, the opening for Scream, right? Yeah, f- no, for sure, for sure. You yeah. talk about that. I feel like we can just cover that part. Yeah, yeah we can. We can. Cover that part, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, we'll just throw that in there. <clears throat> but I will start us off by hopping on over to the Travel Channel. And uh, looking at the stories that our dear Miss uh, Beth Braden has put together for us with the first one called It Wasn't a Little Girl, which does not sound very promising because children are very scary in a ghost-like setting. Super, (laughs) super scary. Couldn't do it. So you guys are more than welcome to read along with us. Uh, You'll find these on the TravelChannel.com. It's going to be under interests, haunted, and article section. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's do it. Oh, man. All right. So it wasn't a little girl. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area where we heard the noises from. There was a field behind our campsites, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field. We all agreed this thing may be about 6 feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. You know what that reminds me? that is... (laughs) Go ahead. You know what that (laughs) reminds me? (laughs) You know what that reminded me of? That really reminded me of, like, La Llorona. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's It's creepy. like the wailing. Mm-hmm. The wailing. Yeah. That I feel like, you know what, like, I, I personally didn't, like, fully grow up with that story, but I've heard, you know, so many iterations of it. So, I mean, just, you know, the thought of it is just creepy enough alone. No, it because, is. you know, just imagine to be out in the middle of nowhere and just kind of hear, like, either someone crying or... You know, someone's screaming. Like, that's that's terrifying. It's super terrifying. I, I don't know what I would do. Honestly. Oh, I wouldn't either. I would freak the hell out. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, that has officially ruined camping for me. 
No, that's actually really <clears throat> scary because I feel like not a lot of people can see ghosts and stuff like that. Like it's I, I sometimes wonder if just ghosts pick people to be like, here I am. You can see me. I, I just don't understand. I feel you know what? I feel like from what I've heard, <clears throat> they kind of go to the ones that are the most empathic. So they'll go to the to a person who's um, easy to communicate with for them. Yeah, that's because of I've course, heard like too. it's not easy. You know, kind of like what we saw in like, you know, something similar like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. How he wasn't able to like fully communicate with his mom, so he had to use lights. So it's kind of like something like that, which I feel like is interesting in its own aspect Mm -hmm. because who knows like what kind of power they have like how like how do they muster up the energy to you know do these things to communicate with us because we can't you know hear or see them with just like like an everyday thing no and that's i think that's the creepy part about how we cannot see them and they're probably everywhere and we just don't see them oh yeah they're everywhere for sure all right so we're gonna hop on over to the second story this one's called the walking dead <laughs> oh already already it's beginning <laughs> some creepy titles all right so this one i'm a psychiatric nurse and early in my career i worked at a residential mental health facility one of our residents was an elective mute which means that he didn't, didn't, wouldn't, and couldn't talk. But there were no medical reasons as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and, in fact, seemed quite normal back then. With the exception of being close to seven feet tall, he had been raised in the Deep South and joined the military when he was 19. But one night he vanished. He was declared a wall, and eventually he was declared missing and dead. Oh. Ten years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest, and he said to the receptionist, my name is Marion Duchesne, not the real name, and I've been dead for ten years. Those are the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust, and he was wearing the same clothes he reported being wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, possibly via fingerprints. The family was notified, but they said they had already grieved their lost man and that whoever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again. The man paced around all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like talking or muttering, but no sound came out. He had an unnerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing heartily, but not even a breath could be heard. If I talked to him, he appeared to listen, periodically throwing his head back in that laughter-mimicking way of his. So I assumed he understood. Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him either positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing because Marion would just grin and unless told to stay put, he'd get up and start pacing. On my last day at that job, the last thing I saw was Marion, pacing in the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later, I wondered if all along I'd be dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. What? Ooh, that's a weird one. That's a, that, okay, that's a weird one, because from what I understood from that, I assumed that Everyone could see him. <laughs> yes. It, what? Yeah, that one kind of threw me off a little bit because the way they concluded that was pretty much leaning into the aspect of, oh, it's probably all in her head or only she can see him. But from what I gathered from the rest of it, I mean, I feel like the whole hospital could see him. <laughs> Was that even a scary story at this point? It sounded like... I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I I don't know. It's kind of throwing me off. (laughs) 
<laughs> was he dead and the next day he was just not dead and what what happened? It's my Unless, question. Hmm. Let me go hold on. Let me go back to this one line because she said uh ten years later, a seven foot tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, My name is Marianne Duchesne. And I've been dead for ten years. What? I feel I'm like assuming I think it was just well, her. I honestly think it was just her. Yeah, it yeah, it must be that she can only see him because it doesn't say that the receptionist responded. Yes, and then but then she saw that they were giving him therapy. What? Yeah, I'm a little confused. And they said that he had a social he didn't have a social oh he had No, he didn't have one on his person. So he was the but, military guy that went AWOL. Yeah. Had, and they found yeah, him. Yeah, had disappeared. And then he showed up at the hospital. Wow. That that's creepy. That's, I would go insane. That's <laughs> that's insane. definitely a weird one. That's definitely a weird one. I feel like at that moment, I probably wouldn't react. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Maybe there's a reason why they're ignoring him. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, oh my gosh. I could not do it. But then again, I, f- I feel like also when they, you know, what they say is uh, ghosts also have unfinished business. So... Maybe that could have been it. Maybe he was looking for something that was going to help him move over. But I don't know. <laughs> no, that's true. It re- that reminded me of uh, that show. I don't know if you've seen it. That uh, late that girl. I forgot the show, but uh, that girl that is able to talk to ghosts and see them. And oh, suffer- Ghost Whisperer. Yes, that one. Can yeah, I, I do know, remember that. How ghosts are still doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. It Sometimes kinda, they're stuck in a loop. Yeah, exactly like that. That's which is actually really terrifying if you think about it. Because I'm just like, imagine just being stuck here for Ooh, like very, God very, only knows how long. Very ghetto. Do not recommend. <laughs> At all. Very ghetto. No, I just want to leave. I just <laughs> Once I'm done, leave. I want to leave. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I ask people all the time. If you were giving the chance to reincarnate, would you do it? I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Yeah, it's that's a tough one. That is definitely a tough one. I mean, I feel like I in the past I probably would have said yes mm-hmm. and been like, yeah, let me you know, uh, live as much as I can, and even if I'm dead, you know, kind of experience new like experience it from like a new perspective. But honestly, no. <laughs> No. I'd rather just move on. I'd rather just move on and be like, well, this was fine. Let's just move on to whatever else comes after. No, very true. Because, oh my gosh. I feel like this is our hell. Oh, man. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. Adulting. adulting I've always, yes, <laughs> I've always felt that way. I just feel like, yeah. Um, do I believe there's a hell? I feel like we are in hell. Sometimes I feel like this is hell. Yeah. It's like a test. It's like for a sure. test for us to see how well we can do. I mean, I do believe in demonic I mean, w- stuff for sure. Oh but- yeah. Same. I know. I know that there's, you know, there's more than what we know out there for sure. No, for sure. Like the, the stuff that you were telling me about, like that you've experienced in your life with like your ghost stories and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's that's creepy. Which I feel, <laughs> I feel like we should save that for a day and just like recount like all the, the yes. scary shit that's happened. For to us. sure, <laughs> they will love life. to hear that. Because there is some creepy shit that I've experienced. Yeah, oh, gosh, <laughs> for same. sure. Which still sits with me to this day, and I think about it. I'll think about it, you know, when I'm at work. Sometimes, just kind of like it'll just pop in my brain, like, oh my god, I remember that time where I was alone and this happened. <laughs> No, yeah, that's what I do too till this day. Sometimes, like, ever since, like, you know, that stuff that would happen to me, the creepy stuff that I saw and shit like that, till this day, I cannot sleep with the lights off. I cannot do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's definitely tough. It's definitely tough. Like I, I can usually sleep uh, without any lights on, but you know, there's certain days where I feel like it's too dark. Mm-mm. And I don't know if it's something that's like a whatever it may be from the past that's weighing on my brain, but it's there's moments where I feel like the darkness is kind of like this is a lot. Like I need some kind of like light somewhere. Yeah, like so that's that's I'll how turn I on feel. Something. Not for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I'll turn on something. I I'll like go and plug in a nightlight. I'll like leave like the like my balcony light on or something. So, I mean, it's little things like that will help. I can't. I have to I have oh. to have the light from the closet on. I'm like, I refuse to <laughs> sleep with the dark. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, absolutely not. I don't want the darkness to involve I know. Me. And sometimes, no, like, <laughs> sometimes Mason, like, um, turns off the lights and I'm like, please, no, turn it, like, turn the light on. I'm scared. <laughs> I can't. You're like, no, I will pay the electricity bill. Don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Just leave the lights on. <laughs> Just leave it on. Just leave it on. I'll buy some LED bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> I do have little oh, little uh, night light thingy that you plug into the wall and like whenever it's daytime, like they turn off. But that was still not enough for me. I had to, you know, have the freaking closet light on. Couldn't do it. I actually... I actually thought about installing those um, lights that are not motion, but they they like know when it gets dark, and but they're not like super super bright, and just kind of like putting putting them like either underneath my bed or above my bed or around it somewhere, so that way at least some light will kind of like turn on as soon as like everything else goes off. I'm telling you right now, do not get the motion censored ones. Those are so creepy. Oh no. Yeah, not motion sensor. And I would sure. tell you from experience, that... they are so creepy. I've had so many freaking stories about that. Mm. Don't don't do it. I think what ruined it for me with motion sensor was I watched a movie and it was about that killer. I forgot what the movie was called, but it was like a found footage kind of thing. And it was about mm-hmm. John Wayne Gacy. And he was like that that really big heavy man, and he would like kill like a bunch of boys, and he would like stash them under his um, house or whatever. And Ooh. um, they set up like motion sensor lights, and they were like going off like crazy in this one spot, and they set up like a thermal camera. <laughs> oh wow! And I can I cannot I cannot look at thermal stuff ever again because they set up a thermal camera. And you see this man running towards the camera. And I was like, nope, nope, no. not doing it. Nope. <laughs> like, that was actually one of the first times I actually sat away from a movie and I was scared. I was like, no, this, no, no, this is that, too much. That sounds like some ghost adventure stuff. Like the equipment they have. Oh, ghost adventures wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I can't with ghost adventures. I actually really do love that show. I'm like one of the few. I actually really do. I think my favorite (laughs) out of all of them is probably Adam. I love him. Love him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's super like, I feel like when they're like super charismatic, I think it works. But I feel like my only problem with them is just the whole, they'll record something or they'll be talking and they'll be like, oh my God, do you hear that? Oh my God, do you see that? Yeah. And they'll like replay it like five times, and I'm like, I don't hear or see a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> like, can. I don't know what you guys are talking about. They can be a little dramatic for sure. I I'm agree like, with that. Come back to me when you get like a voice whispering in your ear, and you get it on tape as well. But don't don't come to me with these like little like someone knocked over like a toilet paper roll. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what that is and i cannot hear it <laughs> no i agree i agree with that part yeah they, they can be a little, a little dramatic for sure they are yeah <laughs> for sure okay we got completely right. out of topic I literally <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nothing new for me nothing new. yeah same um, same like i actually i don't know if you notice but like usually when we t- we're talking or we have a phone call or whatever i'm like everywhere 
maybe I have yeah. like HDAD or some <laughs> shit because I'd be everywhere. I'm like, I'd be asking you something and the next moment I'm like, oh, like I cut you off and I'm like, oh, but did you hear about this? And I'm like, oh God, why did I do that? I do it a lot. <laughs> you do do it a lot. But right now, did you say ADHD or did you? ADHD? Is it ADHD? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because. I don't know from what I heard, it sounded like you said ADHBO, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a new one. <laughs> I was like, that's a new one. That was like, you know, that I reminded thought- <laughs> me of uh, fucking Mean Girls, where she was she was like, oh, my breasts can tell the weather. I have ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN? What the heck? <laughs> That's that's new. Oh man. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. Let's let's jump back into it. We just have two more left to do. Is it two or three? Let me see. Hold on. Uh, How many did I do? I have done two. Okay. So we got two more left. This one I'm not ready for. (laughs) Just on the title alone, it's called "It Came for Us in the Graveyard." Ooh. Okay. Which I I highly advise never to hang around a graveyard because you have to be with the utmost respect, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I know this from experience. No, for but, sure. Um, yeah, it, it can take so many different ways and things can follow you. So you have to be so careful. Ooh. That scared right. me. I'm just, I know. <laughs> I'm just looking at it and I'm like, ew. All right. We were driving my friend's really old, beat up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side. The figure was all black and we couldn't make out any features other than it looked like a man who was wearing some old style top hat. Us, being naive, stupidly waved and shouted hi. He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped up, started running to us on the water, and then vanished in in the middle of the lake. About halfway through, my friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. As per usual, the car wouldn't start, and we heard someone or something banging on the back of the car. It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so we'd hear it. Nobody was outside, and from what we could see in the dark, something was there and was making a noise. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come and give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any cell service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get this car started. Her car started. No, no banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started. She hit the pedal to the metal, and we sped out of the graveyard so fast. Immediately crossing the gates, all of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there, and it was not an animal or a human. Mm. <laughs> I like the part where he says she hit the pedal to the metal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> like she was just like, all right, we got this shit started. Let's speed race this our way out of here. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you know? creepy to be doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. If that happened to me. And s- yeah. And see, that's where it also falls back in. Like you never know what you can encounter in a graveyard. Like that's what makes it so scary because yes, a graveyard is full of, um, you know, individuals that have passed away over because of different things, but you never know how they passed away, what their last feelings were. I mean, it can manifest into something completely evil. Yeah, not and... only that, but I feel like a lot of people, malicious people, go to graveyards and do rituals and, you know, witchcraft and stuff like yeah. that. So I feel like they manifest yeah. like demonic spirits that are there. And I feel like it's just mm-hmm. not a good place to go at night specifically. Exactly. Never provoke the dead. 
Never. That should be a lesson to everyone. <laughs> Never provoke the dead. <clears throat> All right. So moving on to the last one before we move on to our next topic. This last story is called Hell Hath No Fury Like a Woman Scorned. Ain't that the truth? Don't don't fuck with women. <laughs> Period. <laughs> in life or in death. Facts. All right. <laughs> Straight facts. <laughs> All right. So after we moved into our home, we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband. She hated men. My dad would wake up with scratches all over himself. And whenever my brother was mean to my sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. Wow. One day, my brother hurt our sister, and he hit her with something. When he woke up later that night, he had a horrible bloody nose. The day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arm, trying out for a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if it wasn't for our last. It wasn't our, if it wasn't our last night in the house. See. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Title says it all. <laughs> what What do you think about that that story? I mean, I feel like you know. Of course, she had her reasons why she was um very cold towards uh, men, which makes completely sense. Mm-hmm. Makes complete sense and. Do not disagree with her whatsoever. But it's almost kind of like she was, in a way, like a protector, yeah. I want to say. Because the moment she saw, like, some abusive activity going on, she wanted to put an end to it. <laughs> I know. But, like, that's what I've always thought. Can, like, good spirits, like, hurt people? That's, that's what I've always thought about. I feel, I feel like if it's maybe for like a lesson, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because it, it kind of might be like a, you know, here's your chance, lesson learned, like, come on, like change your ways. And I mean, especially with this one, since she died at the hands of her husband who was abusive. Maybe. I feel like she had every more reason to kind of stick around and keep a watchful eye over everything especially that happened in her own house no yeah maybe she just wanted revenge for sure yeah yeah i mean she was not too keen on the opposite sex that's for sure <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's i do not blame her i don't yeah, i, do I don't blame either her whatsoever absolutely not all right Moving away from the spooky stories, uh, we will come back later and share some of our own spooky, spooky adventures and spooky past experiences at a later day, of course. But um, now we're going to dive into some movies. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and start it off with Grave Encounters. I... I don't remember a lot <laughs> about that movie. I remember some things. <laughs> you know, I I do remember some things, but I actually did not like it. Yeah, you were telling me that. You said it just it doesn't hold up. It doesn't, and I feel like it had horrible acting. And I feel like nothing <laughs> happened. Absolutely nothing happened for like the first 30 minutes. Yeah, so it's a slow build. It was and I think super, it's a short movie too, isn't it? Yes, and it was like super like boring to me. I'm like, is something gonna happen? But it started happening like literally yeah. like 40 minutes in. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's that's a little too far. In. Yeah, but I I that's a little. I will give it a two for sure. Out of out of five, not a ten, a two. Out of five, oh, no. out of ten, oh wow, oh my gosh, yeah, I hated okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad yeah i hated it um so i remember the whole premise of grave encounters is they i believe it was an asylum right mm-hmm. um okay it? so the, yes i think so yeah okay so they went to an asylum uh a psychiatric hospital whatever you call it mm-hmm. um 
that's already would be a choice that I would not make. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I think being on property enough is already kind of a disaster in its own right. So I feel like kind of, you know, it, you know, just being on the scene, I, I feel like it's probably enough. And I think they probably could have just recorded some stuff outside. Yes, I agree. I and so just kind of gone from there. But it was the fact that they were inside, they were recording, and they were provoking everything there so they can get everything on camera is what, of course, you know, made it worse. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I the only things that kept popping in my head every time I think of Grave Encounters is just that one that they experienced, I think it was, like, in a bathroom. And uh, I think it was, like, a woman, and she, like, turned around, and, like, her face was, like, very, like, stretched out. And she had, like, the black eyes and all that stuff. And every time I think of that movie, that's the first thing I associate with it. <laughs> when I think of that movie, it reminds me of the, that one that's just crawling. The little, um, he kind of looks like a Demogorgon, to be honest. Oh, oh, yeah, the ball, the ball dude, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah, where he was, like, coming out of the walls and stuff, yeah. Ugh. Okay, I do remember that part, too. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a little weird. <laughs> it was definitely a w- little weird. I mean, another thing is uh you know, one thing that I would have done differently for sure is probably and I like I'm not a religious person at all. Mm-hmm. But I would have for sure taken some, you know, religious memorabilia whether it be like some kind of like prayer beads or some kind of um like a rosary or holy water i don't know just kept something with me to where i know that this you know from not from past experience but from you know seeing it so many times like you know this is the thing that everyone usually uses to kind of ward off an evil spirit, whether it be, you know, a demon or calming down just a disgruntled spirit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have been the smarter way to go. So that, that <laughs> instead they were like, that's what you would change about the movie. Or like, I mean, that's one of the things. Cause I feel like they were all kind of just like running around and, you know, of course they all got killed off. I'm, I'm like usual, but <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> literally like <laughs> usual but I feel like they're all kind of running around just doing like stupid things where it kind of provoked everyone and provoked all the spirits in the asylum and it's just kind of like why why would you provoke them <laughs> no yeah and I feel like what I would do different about it is like maybe don't take 30 minutes to like actually have something happen because it was taking oh, yeah. forever yeah. I think they should have made it more into like not so much of a documentary, more like um, ghost adventures kind of thing. But also, like, I feel like they did so many dumb things on it that it was just not holding up with anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I was talking about. Like, it, it was the fact that they were just kind of, like, running around, just kind of provoking everything and just kind of doing their own their own shit. And I'm just like, no, no. That's not what, you, you know, especially if you come in as a group, you stick as a group. <laughs> exactly no for real so true but they didn't like never never leave your friends especially when you're in some uh a place like that something that's been abandoned for so long it has a reason to be abandoned and not only that like, like whenever something little would happen they would go and hide like i don't know if you remember this but you know kind of in like the 30 40 minutes um part uh, this girl saw something, so she went into the stairs, and she was just there, spooked out. I'm like, uh, in a real <laughs> scene, you were just you would just go straight up to your friends, you know, your family, and be like, oh my gosh, I just saw yeah. this. Not be in the freaking corner, like I just I just saw something. Like no. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't go off and hide by yourself. Like 
Absolutely <laughs> you not. You go and be with the people that you came with, so that way you're still in a collective group together. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely it's did just, not like that movie. Yeah, that one's a rough one. That one's a rough one. And I, you know what? Like, I... I remembered enough of it, and I remembered watching a trailer, so I was just like, I don't really feel like I need to see it. And especially after you told me that it doesn't really hold up, I was like, I kind of see how it doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, it was taking too long for me. That's that's what killed it the most. Yeah, I see that. It's like, I see that. It, I mean, it's just... It's like you could have skipped that whole 30, 40 minutes and just get to the part, and you'll know exactly what's happening. That is actually very true. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Because I mean, they didn't do anything substantial. They didn't. They're just meeting up oh, with man. people, being like, "Oh, this is the the person that cleans at night, and this is this." You know, it was just like, "Okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> we get it. We we know how the we know how their job works now. That's great." What would you rate it? I mean, it's been a really long time since I've actually seen the whole movie, but I mean, most of it's coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to give it maybe a three out of ten. Ooh. And the only reason, yeah, the only reason why I went up one point is because I feel like I admire the the whole using extra special effects to make it a little more intense towards the end where it was just like, you know, different things happening, mm-hmm. and, you know, like the walls closing in and that dude chasing them through the, through the doorways and squeezing himself through the window in the door. Like, I feel like it was like using practical effects and special effects and stuff like that. I will, I will give it to them. For no, that. for sure. On that part. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, in all honesty, it it doesn't hold up. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, looking at it. I'm, like, looking at a poster for it right now, and I'm just like, yeah, this feels very 2012. (laughs) And then they came out with the second one, right? But they never um, really made anything after. I don't remember the second one, to be honest. I don't remember either, but I I know they didn't make another one. I probably saw it. I'm sure I saw the second one. But since I don't remember it, it probably wasn't that good. <laughs> True. Oh, man. All right. So moving on to uh, Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Which is one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love that movie. I think it's so much fun. I think it was really... I mean, what what do they title it? Is it like a horror horror or is it like a, just a funny horror? That's what yeah, I want. It's like a horror comedy. Yeah, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, because it was more funny to me. Well, I mean, there was really good jump scares. Yeah. That had yeah, me that's like, what I, That's what I did like about it. That's what I did like about it, is it had you laughing through most of it because it's just like so over the top and so ridiculous. And then there were some genuine moments where it either grossed you out or caught you off guard and <laughs> actually scared you. I really and, did like that movie. It was really good to me. Yeah, I th- I always thought it was so much fun, and I feel like it's also one of the most underrated movies, which is so sad to say because I remember seeing it in the theaters and nobody really talked about it afterwards. But I was like bragging about it, and then I I watched it at home too. I believe it was with my grandma, and she liked it. She thought it was really fun. But nobody else really talked about it. And I'm just like, God, that's so sad. Like, I feel like this movie deserves so much better. <laughs> it is. It's funny. It's it's gross. It's gross, like, scary. Gross. And I mean, it's not really <laughs> scary, but it's super disgusting when it, came, when it comes to the old lady. Ugh, disgusting. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also really funny. I actually really enjoy I mean, I you know, I never seen it before. And when I saw it with you, I was like, this is actually so fun. I enjoyed it for sure. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you know, it's one of those movies that's just kind of like it's very different. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, you're 
I feel like you're kind of intrigued by like the atmosphere of it and it kind of it, it keeps your attention throughout it. I will say though, I feel like my least favorite part of the movie is probably the seance scene. Oh my god. At with that the, lady's house. With the goat, I died. With the goat. <laughs> I I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're doing a little too much here. <laughs> but and when the when that uh, when her right hand got possessed and he was just like over there like dancing on the table, I was just like, okay, <laughs> all right. But you know, I was actually all reading right. reviews about it, and people say they hated the yeah, the goat one, like the goat scene. Yeah, there's you know there's people that actually hate the whole movie because they were just like they couldn't take it seriously. But I was like, I feel like that's what I kind of liked. That's what kind of worked about it. Was that you didn't have to really take it seriously? You don't, because it was just it to me. It kind of reminded me a little bit of us, like um, scary movie too. A little bit of that, yeah. Because it's just funny. It's a just a fun movie to enjoy. Exactly. It's not, exactly. It's not really something to take seriously. And be like, oh my god, this needs to scare me. Nothing like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Like, not everything has to be the perfect scare. You know, as long as it creates a an, an interesting story and like a fun atmosphere, then I feel like it works. Mm-hmm. Um, now I can name the thing that I would do differently. Okay. I understand in that scene. For anybody who has not seen it, I'm sorry for any spoilers I'm about to give away. <laughs> but <laughs> you have been warned now, so um, if you're still here, then oh well. <laughs> Um, that scene where she where she had the button in the envelope, and then he had his coin in the other envelope. I mean, a smart person would have labeled it, <laughs> <laughs> and especially her, like she didn't like she doesn't have to be shy. Like especially at this point in the movie. She didn't have to be shy around him anymore because he kind of understood like she was going through something that was that he didn't fully understand. Mm-hmm. But he knew it was something that was out of her control. So I feel like if she would have labeled it and been like button or, you know, possessed button, he probably wouldn't have said shit. You know, that's so true. That's really true. Like I like if if my significant other had that, like I wouldn't say anything. Like I would be, you know, supportive as much as I can, even if I didn't know exactly what was going on. But I feel like that was kind of stupid on her part for not labeling it. And that's what I would have done. I would have labeled it or kept it in a different pocket. Or, you know, like even when like everything fell out of her bag and they all kind of mixed together. I would have made sure that's what it was. But she did not. But she did not, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because, and I mean, honestly, you can feel if one was a coin and the other was a button. Unless they were the exact same, like, like, dent, like, dent, had the exact same density and, like, size and shape and thickness, then... Maybe it would have been a little bit harder, but I mean, you could kind of tell like what's a button and what's a coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, for sure. And you know, even though like I, everybody hates the ending. I hate. That's everybody what I was gonna I say. That's what I would change. <laughs> the ending. Everybody I know hates the ending, but I feel like the ending. It's all because of the what I brought up. Like, it's kind of her own fault. Like, she wasn't, she was too quick to want to pass on the curse to someone else that she didn't bother to check so, if she actually still had the cursed item. Exactly. Ugh. No, you're right. She kind of deserved that. She, yeah, I mean. <laughs> She made some silly kind of choices there. Uh, I wouldn't blame her for like the beginning of the movie where she had to turn away the old woman because I mean that <sighs> not fully. I mean she did have the choice. She could have said yes. She could have said no. 
I feel like she was just going with her gut kind of, but mm-hmm. it was also the whole she was going for just wanting to impress her boss. And I'm like, not everything in your life has to be based on impressing another person. Exactly. <laughs> that is where she fucked up. <laughs> no, but for me, the ending, I think that's the only thing that would change. But I mean, it ties up to, you know, what you were saying. Yeah. I mean, the ending kind of brings it together. I am not the biggest fan of the ending either. I mean, I feel like it's because you just sat through this whole movie of her, you know, going through all these like struggles, getting thrown around her room, getting bitch slapped in her kitchen, you know, getting uh, a bloody nose at work that just sprayed all over the place. <laughs> Um, getting vomited on, and I don't even know how many times by dead people. Um, and then to still be, you know, dragged to hell <laughs> in the end. It's it was it's kind of frustrating to watch because you're just like, oh my god! Like I just sat through this whole this whole trial and tribulation. Homegirl still did not make it out. <laughs> still did not. That's true. Still didn't make it. I honestly but, thought it was going to um, continue, but they just didn't make another one. Nope. I nope. wish they would have. And honestly, honestly, it was because, and he, from what I read, Sam Raimi was actually trying to make this movie like another Evil Dead kind of. And Evil Dead has had like four movies. Oh, damn. So he was trying to make it more of like a franchise kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it underperformed so much that. He decided to just abandon it and just. I think he did one other movie in between and then he came back for Doctor Strange. And that's sad because I actually really liked it. Yeah, I was just like, I think it's fine. You know, they, I think the budget was like 30, between 30 to 40 million. And I think it only made like 35. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, worldwide, I think it brought in like 70, but. I was like, damn, well, <laughs> they, tried. they tried. They tried. It's a hit or miss with They tried. Movies. Yeah, always a hit or miss. Um, now moving on to the next one, um, I think we'll probably leave out Scream, but uh, everybody knows Scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Conjuring. Um. The scenes that always come to my mind is when they found out that the witch cursed the land that lived there so many years ago or whatever, Mm -hmm. and she hung herself from that tree. Wouldn't the smart thing to do be to maybe bless the tree (laughs) well i feel like when it comes to curses i think i don't think it would work like that you know what i mean okay so you'd have to take different measures yeah i feel like and i feel like if that movie if that happened like back then i don't think it would be like as known to do many stuff like when it comes to rituals and cleanses and stuff like it is now or I don't know, actually. Or maybe that family just didn't know, and that's why they got um, Warren, the Warrens, to, like, you know, follow up with the case yeah. and stuff. That is true. I mean, stuff like that wasn't very common. Um, I think the movie, what, it takes place in, like, the, was it the 70s? I think it's the 70s. Um, I mean, so like a few a few other things I could say that I would change for sure would probably be or what I wouldn't do or, you know, uh, especially if I knew my my children had like a history of um, whether it be one of my child's one of my child's one of my children, <laughs> um, certain children whatever had a history of like sleepwalking. Um. I feel like I would keep them the closest. Not even that. Like, you and could just put locks on your doors. 
That's true. Yeah, Double you can't put locks down. on the doors. Like super high on the door. I feel like it was just the whole like they were always so far away from the kids that were having like the most issues. Like every time they would be like the kids would have like a whole scene where they would be like terrified of something that's either in the room or like fucking with them or whatever. The parents are like they would hear it they would hear them screaming, but it felt like it took them like way too long to get there. And I'm just like, I feel like you need to keep you guys as kids closer. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's, but I honestly feel like that was like my favorite conjuring movie. The first one. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, in my opinion, the first one's the best one. Yeah. I feel like it was for sure. The nun the though. The I feel one. like the, the, the one that scared me the most out of all the Conjuring movies was The Nun. Really? I like couldn't... her separate movie or just like... Just her when she would pop in, pop into those movies. Oh, okay. So like like when she popped into like... I think it was The Conjuring 2 is when we like really first saw her. Yeah, when she, they did like a frame of her and then you know how she would have like premonitions and stuff. Yeah. The, oh my god. she mm, She petrified me. I remember that scene in uh, The Conjuring 2 scared the shit out of me when she was, like, in the that study room or whatever. And you can see, like, the silhouette going around the walls. <laughs> and then it stopped at that, like, painting. And then you see the hands go around the painting and it, like, ran towards her. I know. That was probably one of these... That is... I still count that as one of the scariest moments I have ever <laughs> seen in a movie because it built so much tension. And I, like, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't know exactly what. Oh. And it was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. But The Conjuring, first one, is definitely my favorite. I mean, if I had to rank them, it would be one, two. Yeah, maybe three. I'll put three in there. I think this last one that I did, that I mean, that I did, would like I like if I'm directing the the movie that came out, I think that one was like <laughs> my least favorite. Yeah. I don't think it was yeah, like my favorite whatsoever. Way. I was like, I was... I was expecting a lot of scares, kind of like the first two at least, mm -hmm. and I didn't think anything was really scary in the third one. I don't think so. Either. The only I, thing that is that gets to me is that it's actually based on true stories, so right. I kind of like respect that aspect of it, but they could have mm -hmm. made it a little more just real and scarier. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like they could have added so much more to it and not fictionalized so much. Because I know it's based on, like, true events that have happened and true, like, accounts of, like, whatever cases they were working on. But from what I've heard, they they fictionalized so much of the movies. That's true. And I wish they just would stick to, like, what happened for real, for real. Yeah. Yeah, like, at least, you know, kind of brought in, like, that sense of realism. Like, this is what actually happened. I mean, I think at the end they do put, like, the story of, like, what happened, who was the the man. And, like, when they took him, like, when the lawyer um was trying to represent him and be like, you know, this was, like, a demonic thing. And I don't even know how they even were able to have that as a... As like a thing, you know, tell telling the court like it's 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 a demon, it's a demonic thing that did it, not right. not the person. Right. It was because I mean, like you would think at that point they would just like declare him insane, like oh, yeah, he thinks demons are haunting him. He's just psychotic. <laughs> but you know, I feel like they could have like fleshed it out a little bit more to show like, hey, these things happen. <laughs> And things are out of someone else's control. It may not be something that we see normally. And it can take a toll on anyone regardless. So, I mean, you, you see how people look, like, afterwards. Like, they look completely drained of energy. They're, like, 
it's like their their body is like left with like the least amount of blood I know. possible. Yeah, but that was like so it, the least favorite for me. Oh yeah, same. I can easily drop that at like the bottom. So what and would you change about the first the first conjuring? I feel like I would have Hmm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm trying to think. Because I would have said, like, I probably would have just got the family out before I started, you know, my investigation. Like, if I was, you know, the paranormal investigator or the clairvoyant or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was also purposeful for them to be there because from what I remember the ghost kind of or demon the demon kind of uh, was feeding off their energy so they that was the only way they can kind of like really bring it out of its like darkness out of its shell or whatever (sighs) I mean it's a tough one it's a tough one I know there's something it's it's on the tip of my brain. I know there's something I probably would have changed. For me, it's just one thing. Why mess with the animals? Why did that dog have to die? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I mine. That was so sad. I know. It's all, always, too. Always. The dogs are always dying. Dogs, pets, and all that stuff. And I'm just like... <laughs> but I guess it's just because of the innocence... Of animals, I guess that's why they got to go first. I, I have no idea. I know. I feel like my favorite scene out of it was like the basement scene. Oh, when she was possessed. Yeah, and the freaking bird came crashing into the window. I'm like, oh my god. That was a that was an intense scene. Um. I think one of the scenes that always keep coming back to my head was when she was folding laundry outside and that sheet flew away from her. Oh my God. And then yes. you can see like that, per- you can see that person standing there and they were like in the window. I was like, first of all, that's a fantastic scene. <laughs> <laughs> the way it was shot looked so cool, but I, you know, there would be no way I would be staying there ever. No. And I feel like a lot of people were like, they were like, why couldn't they move? And it's like, I feel like when you have a home, like you're paying for it, you don't have all the money in the world to just move out. So it's kind of like, you have to deal with that. And I feel like when it comes to demonic thing, like, I feel like it's just going to attach to you and there's really nothing you can do about it. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, like you said, it's it's their home. Like they shouldn't have to leave their own exactly their own place. You know, just because of an unwelcomed and unwanted guest. And one of the other scenes that pops in my head from that movie is it was when they were all in the living room, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was when one of the daughters, I I don't remember which one it is. But when her when it started pulling on her hair, oh my god, I remember that. And it just <laughs> drug her all around the room. I was just like, that's. First of all, it looked funny, but that is terrifying to know that something you can't see can mess with you like that, and really have the strength to just throw you on the ground and just take you wherever you, wherever it wants. And I mean that, I feel like that's another scene I probably would have changed though. Cause I'm just like, really nobody could have grabbed her. <laughs> <laughs> 
everybody's just looking like okay like she's getting dragged no but did you I know, everybody's just like freaking out <laughs> yeah but did you actually know that they actually had to bring in priests and stuff into the like where wherever they were filming because scary stuff was actually happening so they mm-hmm. actually had to cut like bring a priest and bless the whole place but they were i believe it i was like what i did not know that but yeah they had I to believe do it because it, it it also falls back into that movie from the 80s was it poltergeist mm-hmm. like they had to use like poltergeist of course was just like using like a whole bunch of like special effects and practical effects and stuff like that but they say that that set was cursed and that movie is cursed because like so many weird things started happening and since it's back then in the 80s they had to use like different kind of uh you know practical effects so they use like stuff that's not safe today of course mm-hmm. and you know the poor little girl who was um the youngest uh child actor in that movie like she you know she passed away at like 11 because of radiation oh, wow and then they say that, that movie's cursed because everyone that worked on that movie has almost everyone has pretty much dead what? <laughs> and i feel like it's just if you like invoke enough into your movie or into whatever you're trying to portray i feel like it also takes a toll because you're bringing this like energy into a space that didn't have that energy before and it's kind of like bringing in like like say like a it's like a room of happy people mm-hmm. and you bring in this one person who is just maybe like a I don't want to say like a sociopath, but kind of like uh someone who's just completely negative and just like unhappy all the time. And the moment you bring that person in, you know, all of a sudden like the entire mood of the room drops. And I feel like that's also kind of like what it is. Like if you have a certain type of energy and you're rolling with a certain type of energy, you're going to bring something in that's going to change the waves of that energy and the way it's being, you know, broadcasted because it's going to try and balance it. Yeah. Not only that, but I feel like, Whenever they were like saying like reading the Bible and stuff and saying like the demon's name, I feel like that stuff like that brings bad stuff. Whether it's like yeah, exactly a film or something, you still bring that. Yeah, like I, like I, like I, it's so weird. It's so weird, and that's why I like. It always makes it more intense when you see stuff that is like has to like bring in like a religious aspect to it too because it's you know that that can actually happen that's that's true so true and it makes it super uncomfortable and super weird oh man but um yeah i think that's that about uh wraps it up for this one we Yeah, woohoo, we actually got through it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We covered a lot of bases and uh, went over some uh, pretty significant movies, uh, significant stories, and our thoughts. And it's, it's, uh, don't fuck with ghosts, guys. No, wait long until story short. yeah, wait until they hear like the scary stories. I feel like that's gonna be oh my gosh. Oh yeah, the scary stories are gonna, especially ours, are gonna probably put some people in some nightmares. Oh my god, yes, like, they're gonna. Uh, we should have more people for sure, so we can like you know be like, so what's your scary stories? You know. Yeah, just kind of <laughs> bring in like a whole group of people, and just we'll have like next the next podcast, we'll have like a group of like five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go around like a campfire 
Yeah, I'd be like, so what's your story? What's your story? What's your story? (laughs) Just like a whole, a whole story. Yep, exactly. And what did you do in that scenario? (laughs) I'm like, I know. No, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, like I, yeah. Ghosts, 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 ghosts. Ghosts creep me out. I believe in them. They creep me out. It's one of the only things I believe in. And, ugh. Because like we said, you know, they're they're there. We may not see them, but we know they're there. They are. They they just got to wait for the stories. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to wait for the acknowledgement. But, all right, this is about to wrap it up. So we will see everybody later. Thank you for coming on and Thank you for having me. me about all this. Of course, of course. Um, did you want to tell everybody where they can uh, follow you and find you on socials? Um, I have different names for everything. So just typical Alba, basically, <laughs> for everything. <laughs> but no, thank you guys like, for having us. And this was fun. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And we're going to be back and we're going to be back and talk about some really spooky shit. Super. (laughs) Hopefully everybody's ready. (laughs) I'll have like freaking a whole list. Yes. Oh, my God. Like we can just bring them all together because I'm pretty sure I can make a list of all the stuff that I've had experienced. No, yes. That's going to be spooky. (laughs) A whole journal. (laughs) Not with the lights off for sure. Oh, definitely not. Nope. I will. Absolutely not. Like, I will install more lights. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're going to be like. Before then. (laughs) You're going to be like, uh, like the mom in, um, what's it called? Stranger Things. Putting lights everywhere. Putting lights everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, you're going to see me with a bunch of Christmas lights hanging everywhere. I know. I'll be like, if you're here, say Um, something to me. And then it's like spelling out words and each light going off. I would be like, Will. <laughs> Are you talking to me, baby? Are you there, Will? <laughs> Are you there, Will? Please it's say me, something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, it sounds like we're making fun of the show, but we love it. We love it. We do. <laughs> we love Stranger Things. But all right, we will head out and we will see everybody next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Thought Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more about our podcast, just follow the socials at thoughtbubbles underscore podcast on Instagram and thoughtbee underscore pod on Twitter. If you have any more ideas for what we could talk about or if you want to join on and be a guest, just let me know. We can pretty much talk about everything. <laughs>